0: Log Talk Radio.
1: What's going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it. Back at it. Back at it. Again. (laughs) It's your boy, and I am back at it again, man. Listen. There's so much that we must discuss today. <laughs> a lot of things going on with the New York Jets, free agency signings. We've also made a trade. A lot of things swirling as well. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. Mr. Magic, Captain Chaos. see you. Everybody else as well. Salutes to the callers. We'll get to everybody. We got a lot to talk about, man. Jets have made a trade. Senator Elijah Moore to the Browns. Got free agency signings. We've made some moves here. You know, there's also some guys that are still out there that we can, uh, we can end up using on this football team. That's all I'm saying. We'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, we got a lot going on. Even Aaron Rodgers going on to the Pat McAfee show,
0: you know,
2: a
1: little bit of time ago, talking about he intends to be a Jet. The trade is still not done yet, though. So we're going to be discussing that. Again, 515-602-9639. Call in. We're taking all callers. So let's go ahead and get into the show, folks. Listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook search, The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Now, listen, your boy is also on iTunes as well. Go on over to iTunes, type in The Long Beach Joe Show, subscribe to the podcast over there, leave your boy a five-star rating, and let me know about how you feel about what I'm doing here. I love the feedback. I love when people, you know, go over there, check out the show from that aspect, you know, fill in the audio, and, uh, you know, get involved with that any way that you can. I'm also on social media as well, going over to my other social media. I talked about my Facebook, my Twitter up there as well at the long beach joe at the long beach joe on twitter okay go ahead and follow me i'll follow you right back and let's go back and forth and talk you know talk to your boy i'll talk i go back and forth with people that's what i'm all about that's what i'm all about and for those of you that may not know you know there's some people that just you know go back and forth with me on social media some people just listen to the show on blog talk or you know backslash long beach joe on blog talk or through itunes but some people be like, Joe, I didn't know that uh, you do the show live. I didn't know that, you know, you live stream the show. You go back and forth. You're going, you know what I'm saying, you're doing everything with, with everybody in the chat. You're going back and forth with the savages. You're, you know, you're throwing takes. You're taking calls. What, what is going on? I didn't know that the show was live, and I didn't know that you looked that good. And I'd be like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? I'm not an arrogant guy. That's not who I am. I just work with what I got. You know what I'm saying? I just work with what I got out here. But for those of you that do not know, yes, we do live shows here as well. Go on over to YouTube, okay? Go to YouTube, type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, okay? Subscribe to that channel. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. We go live, you'll be in the know as well. Give the videos a thumbs up and share them across your social media with your friends and your family. You know, I mean, we sit and we do it all. We talk about these Jets and we go back and forth with the Savages. You want to know why I call my chat the Savages? Because they are savage. Damn, I'm telling you, nobody is safe. Not even me. If they do not like your take, okay, if the Savages in the chat don't like your take, they're going to let you know about it, dog. They're going to let you know about it. That's all I'm going to say. They're going to let you know about it, okay? And you're going to have to wrestle with them going back and forth. It's a tough crowd in there. They get after it. They love the Jets, same way I do. You know, so salutes all the savages again, Mr. Magic, Captain K, the Jets show, I see you. Everybody else that's in there as well, salutes. So we got a lot to talk about today. And I'm going to start off with the New York Jets free agency moves. They've made quite a bit, quite a bit. The New York Jets were able to sign Wes Swechinger, which is a center, all right, to a two-year deal, $5 million, two point, or 3.2 guaranteed, excuse me. Now, keep in mind, Wes is a guy that can play center and guard. Solid quality offensive line depth when you're bringing him in here. He played for the Falcons and the Commanders. I think he has around like 60 starts so far in his career. Now, the good thing about Wes is he's a solid run blocker. He's a little shaky in his pass, pro. You know, I'm a little shaky in that pass protection. But, uh, you know, it was a good signing by Joe Douglas. Again, we've lost guys. Dan Feeney has moved on. He is now a Dolphin. We've lost other guys. There's other guys still out there as well as far as our offensive line depth. And so we need to restock that. We need to bring more guys in to really help us beef it up. Again, we saw last season the quality offensive line signings. The depth signings that Joe Douglas was able to bring in here, right from her big to all those other guys, right, that helped us when we had when we dealt with a lot of the injuries. When ATV went down, we saw Max Mitchell go down. We saw you know again we lost Makai Beckton, which you can't wait to have him back this season. But we lost Makai Beckton last season as well. George Fent was sitting down for a minute. We saw Dwayne Brown go down for a minute, and a lot of those signings helped get shift around for rimmers to you know, a boy, all those guys were being utilized at that time. So getting these quality free agent signings, getting these quality offensive line depth signings in here, good moves by Joe Douglas. Also, Ty Stan Cohen as well was brought in. He's another center, one-year deal. So this is another guy that's going to help along that depth as well. But there's still a guy out there, man. And, again, this is, you know, free agency. It moves kind of fast. A lot of things moving and shaking constantly, right? But to this point, Ben Jones, okay, is still out there. And let me tell you something. I am a guy that is a huge proponent for us to bring in Ben Jones. This is a quality center. This is a Pro Bowl center that's still moving and shaking out there. Just coming off for a Pro Bowl in two thousand twenty two. But he's been a solid center in this league for quite a long time. Quite a long time, man. You look at this guy, and he's always ranked pretty high in his pass protection throughout the league. I think he's only allowed two sacks in the last three seasons. That is phenomenal, especially when you look at the issues that we had last season with Connor McGovern, who we've let walk into free agency, right? We need to shore that up. You go back and watch a lot of those games that we played last season, and Mike White was getting destroyed he was getting sawed in half. A lot of that pressure was coming directly up the middle, and he was getting crushed. He was getting crushed last season. We cannot have that with whoever our quarterback may be. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> you know, but trade's not done yet. It's not official. Okay, so before y'all hit me in the DM screaming, Joe, it's not official. Joe, it's not official. I know that. But come on, bro. You know, Aaron Rodgers has already told y'all he intends to be New York Jets. He intends to play, and he intends to play for the Jets. I know Packers fans don't want to hear that. I've had a lot of people attack me. <laughs> they want to go back and forth. I, you know, I stray away from that because the man said it out of his mouth. He wants to have a green and white jersey on. And if you don't like that, you know, you can feel how you feel. But we need to protect him as well as our quarterback here. So Ben Jones, I think, would be a great signing. Now, he did miss five games last season due to concussions and he was released after a failed physical with the Titans but you know from everything that we've heard all the things swirling around the league he's looking like he's going to be all right and continue we can actually continue to go forward with him and looks, looks like he might be cleared medically right and also he has a connection to our current offensive line coach Keith Carter Carter was the Titans offensive line coach and he worked with Ben Jones for 2018-2022, and Ben Jones saw a Pro Bowl under him. Keep in mind, keep in mind. So I think Ben Jones, bringing him in here to shore up that center position would be a smooth move for us, and I like the idea of us doing that. We also brought in Thomas Morstead as well, you know, quality punter, veteran punter, done a lot of great things around this league, spent time with the Saints, as we all know, did good things there. He was at the Dolphins last season. Now, with bringing him in, I'm looking directly at Braid Man, and I'm saying uh, there's going to be some camp competition, all right. If Braid Man is still here at the time, right? Because uh, <laughs> there's a lot of rumors swirling that the New York Jets are looking to deal Man as well. Now, Man, 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 oh Man, <laughs> he was up and down last season. A lot of shanks, a lot of bad punts, right? We saw that punt that got returned for a touchdown uh, at the Patriots. Just a lot of bad stuff that we saw to the man. He was very inconsistent this past season. So we'll see what happens going forward. But bringing in Morestead is a really good move for the New York Jets, really bulking up the special teams and showing up as many positions as we possibly can. Joe Douglas is moving and shaking. He also re-signed Solomon Thomas as well to a one-year deal. All right. And this was big as well because the New York Jets defensive line needs to work, okay? We lost Rankins. He went to the te- Texans. I was hoping to bring Sheldon Rankins back. I was hoping that they would be able to resign him. They could not do it. All right, so he ends up with the Texans. Then I was thinking, okay, well, maybe we can keep Shepard. You know, we can keep moving and shaking and, you know, we'll be all right. Well, Shepherd, he ends up going to the Saints. Then the New York Jets were in on Fletcher Cox. It looked like we were going to get Fletcher. And then Fletcher decided to stick with the Eagles. So the New York Jets still need some work, you know, on a defensive line spot. I'm not panicking. I know that there's a lot of Jets fans that are ready to panic about that. I'm not ready to panic on that, okay? There's still a lot of time we have left. Still some guys out there in free agency we can grab. And also we got a draft coming up too. We know that Joe Douglas can draft. He can draft his butt off. That's one of the reasons why. He's one of the better general managers in the league, right? A lot of things have changed due to his drafting. New York Jets have the offensive rookie of the year, the defensive rookie of the year. He is no slouch when it comes to that draft board, okay? But this is definitely a position group uh, that he needs to attack, the defensive line group. You know, we got Quentin Williams, but we still need to move and shake here. And, again, he's brought back Solomon Thomas, a veteran, a guy that knows Sulla's system inside and out, worked with Sulla with the Niners, He's a quality guy, but we need to continue to bulk up that uh, that D-tackle depth, continue to bulk up that D-line depth as well, get some fat boys up the middle so, you know, to throw some people around so they're not running all over us like crazy. So the New York Jets have made moves there. We've signed some quality free agents. But let me tell you something. <laughs> the Jets have been trading as well. This was a shocker when it came along, came across the ticker, okay? A little bit of a shocker. Elijah Moore has been traded to the Cleveland Browns. He has been traded to the Cleveland Browns. The Jets traded Elijah Moore and a third-round pick to the Cleveland Browns for their second-round pick. Now, this was a shocker just because of the timing. But when you really think about this, right, if you follow the Jets as we do, we're all Jets fans, I mean, Elijah Moore requested a trade during the season. Anybody remember that? right we were in the in in the throws I think we were four and two this was after the Packers game he had came out you know and Rich Cimini had talked about how Elijah Moore really hadn't been a part of the game plan didn't get any catches in that game he had kind of been invisible pretty much in the offense as well up into that game and then Elijah Moore actually responded to that on social media he actually you know said a little statement hey if I Say what I want to say, I'll be the bad guy. We're renting right now, so, you know, I'll keep it moving, basically. Then he goes to practice, speaks with Michael LaFleur and the offensive staff about his role within the offense, and uh, things didn't go very well. <laughs> you know, things didn't go very well there with uh, Mike LaFleur, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That conversation did not go very well. Ended up cursing at uh, Michael LaFleur and ended up telling him that he sucked. Okay, of course we all know Elijah Moore was sent home after that. You know to, to cool off. <laughs> Staff sent him home, and uh, he requested a trade privately, privately, you know, with the team and publicly as well. All right, and again we were winning. Now, they did deactivate him after that. We went on to play against the Broncos without him, and uh, we, he actually was able to come back with the Patriots. So there were some things going on. Now, that did get smoothed out. Let's not forget that, okay? He did come back, and him and Mike LaFleur, you know, made good. There was video and picture of him dapping it up, welcoming him back to practice, but still, that was there. And the New York Jets were winning, you know, at that time. We were on a win streak. We were feeling good. Brees Hall was running the football like crazy, Right? So that was a really uh, kind of selfish showing there by Elijah Moore because to that point, there were guys that were sacrificing. C.J. Uzama is a great example, a guy that came in here. He had a great year at Cincinnati before he came here. During that time, he wasn't getting the ball. He wasn't getting a lot of yardage. He wasn't catching a lot of footballs at that time because he was run blocking. You know, he was opening things up for Brees Hall, who was really dominating at that point and really had our offense going. We were cooking with Brees. You know, a lot of guys were sacrificing their numbers for the greater good of the football team. And Elijah Moore stepped out when it was pointed out that he wasn't getting catches. So he's now gone. He's now a Cleveland Brown, you know. And the New York Jets also signed Miko Hardman as well. They were able to bring him into the to the situation. So Miko Hartman is here. And the second that he was signed, that kind of made me scratch my head a little bit. I started thinking to myself, like, whoa, he can come in here and do, you know, some of the things that Elijah Moore can do. And then, boom, the trade for Elijah Moore happened. Now, with Elijah Moore gone, starts to open up some things. You got Alan Lazard. You got Garrett Wilson. You got Miko Hartman, right? Got Denzel Mims here as well. Corey Davis is still on this roster, (laughs) you know? I don't know if anybody else forgot that, but I didn't, right? Now, there's a lot of talk. Maybe Corey Davis ends up staying on this roster. We'll see. There are also a lot of rumors swirling around as well that he might be part of the trade package to acquire Aaron Rodgers. We'll see what happens going forward, but Corey Davis is not gone, right? Then there's also rumors swirling as well about OBJ, possibly becoming a new york jet okay listen everybody knows how i feel about obj here we go oh yeah here we go i've been wanting obj in a jets jersey since he wanted to leave the giants i've been trying to get this guy to met life personally and it finally might happen finally might happen a lot of rumors swirling about obj and the new york jets front office and staff having mutual interest on being here and ever since elijah moore's gone again that opens the door and we'll see we shall see and again with moore being gone maybe the new york jets explore drafting another wide receiver we'll see what happens but this trade it's quite a trade quite a trade by the new york jets I don't necessarily know how I feel about it as far as the value because I think it's kind of incomplete, right? Because maybe they turn that second-round pick that they got from Cleveland into a really quality wide receiver. There's talk about DeAndre Hopkins, you know, that the Cardinals are looking for him. Maybe that turns into Hopkins. We don't know, right? So I'm going to wait. I know there's a lot of Jets fans that weren't necessarily – excited by the value that we got back. And we, a lot of people feel like Cleveland won the trade, but we'll see, okay? Because, again, this that pick could also be utilized to grab Aaron Rodgers, which, boy, oh, boy, would be a catch for the New York Jets. Now, before I get to the callers, I'm going to get to everybody. Please be patient. I can go on forever, but I'm not going to. There's a lot of talk about Ezekiel Elliott to the Jets, All right. <laughs> former Dallas Cowboy running back there there's rumor coming out there was a statement came out that he he's narrowed down his teams that he'd like to play for down to the Eagles, Bengals and Jets, all right? That's the rumor that came out. And he said he wanted to make his decision by the end of the week. It's very interesting because this this Jets backfield here is a crowded backfield. So I don't know if he just said this to gain some traction and some interest, or if there's real interest from the New York Jets, right? Now, there's been a lot of things. I believe the Bengals came out said they weren't interested. There's been things swirling around that other teams have said they weren't interested. We'll see. But I'll tell you what, there's players on the New York Jets that don't like it. And Brees Hall was one of them. He came out publicly on his social media and said, listen, <laughs> we don't really need him. He basically said, hey, I think we good here at running back, my friend. And then he added Michael Carter, and he said, how about you? You know, basically saying, hey, Michael Carter, what do you think? Do you think we're good at running back? And Michael Carter agreed that, hey, we're good at running back. All right? So the backfield the guys we have here, you know, not very interested in bringing in Ezekiel Elliott, but to be completely honest, neither am I. I think Ezekiel has lost a lot of his burst. Again, he's dealt with some injuries, PCL injury. He also had an MCL injury last season. There was times when I watched him in Dallas. He looked like he was fat, you know, looked like he was out of shape. I'm being completely honest here, right? And he struggled to really get down the field. He's not ripping and breaking big runs like he did when he was first coming into this league. Ezekiel Elliott is very slow now, all right? So I wouldn't necessarily want to get, go for him again. We have a crowded backfield here. Got a lot of guys, man. Bam Knight, Michael Carter. Ty Johnson, who we just resigned as well to a one-year deal. You got Brees Hall as well, and then you add Ezekiel Elliott. Man, that's a lot of backs to have here. I don't think we necessarily need him. So I'd pass on Ezekiel Elliott, and honestly, if running back is that much of a concern for people, I'd like to see us draft somebody. But I don't really even think that running back is that much of a concern, to be completely honest. So we're going to get to the lines, man. We've got a lot to talk about. Aaron Rodgers went on Pat McAfee as well, dispelled a lot of stuff, said that he wants to play for the New York Jets. He intends to do that. Also destroyed the rumor that he was holding up the trade for the New York Jets as well. He said he's ready to go. And he let it be known that he wants to be a Jet. So we're going to be discussing it all again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I am taking all callers. Again, please give the video a thumbs up. Share it along with your friends and your family, okay, across your social media. Subscribe if you have not subscribed, and hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in a know. If you like to give to the platform, the Super Chat's there. Cash App is at the bottom of the screen in case you don't like to give through Super Chat. There's some people that don't, and I respect it. But just know that anything that you give to this platform is greatly appreciated and salutes. Everybody that does. So we're going to get to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in when you call in again. Please be patient. And for my new callers, I do not allow cursing on my platform. I will get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Fashion. We got a lot more out of here. That request a trade. Was it too soon? Was that too soon? Was it? (laughs) I'm just saying. We did get him out of here fast. All right? It was fast. So we're going to get to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. First caller I'm going to, I got to go to my guy, Brick City, man. I got to go to Brick City, and we have to have this discussion. Brick City salutes to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling Salute in. Salute, my brother. Uh, listen, you, we got a lot. Before, to before talk you talk say about.
3: anything, I think I owe you an apology, man. I know I was a little tipsy. Okay. It was my brother's birthday. I, uh, I I don't think I think I got sent to the shadow realm because I don't know if I cursed or anything, but if I did, I don't remember because I ain't, I ain't <laughs> listening back to the show. I apologize. <laughs> I know I came a little little reckless, man. So I'm good today. I'm, I you know I party and I apologize, my brother. <laughs>
1: It's it's all good, man. It's all good. It's a new day here, right? And we have so much to discuss today, right? You look at the yes, New York Jets. They made a trade, okay? They got Elijah Moore out of here, sent a third-round pick along with him to the Cleveland Browns, got a second-round pick mm-hmm. back. What are your thoughts about this trade, and how do you feel about it? There's a lot of Jets fans that well, feel like this was a bad trade for Joe Douglas. How do you feel?
3: I mean, I felt like I think I was one of the first ones on the, on, on your platform that said we was going to trade Elijah Moore. Um, but I felt like we kind of got duped a little bit on the compensation because I totally f- believe that Elijah Moore is a straight-up second-round pick. He's first-round he's first talent, in my opinion, because um, I believe we, when we got him in the second round of the year we drafted him, he, a lot of people were shocked that, you know, he dropped as far as he did. Um, Trading this third-round pick, you know, after taking a couple days to look at it, I feel like we can flip Corey Davis um, if we don't use Corey Davis in the package to get Aaron Rodgers. I think we can flip Corey Davis to a nice uh third round pick. I'm looking at the teams like the Texans, the Panthers, or even the Chicago Bears. Um, that we, we can recoup that third round pick. Um, Elijah did it to himself. Um, it's fifty percent of Elijah's own doing because we were six and three, He was on a roll and you asked for a trade mid season that's that shows immaturity, that shows uh selfishness. And uh, it was all about himself at the time. I know he had, uh, you know, his friends AJ Brown and Jamal Adams and all these other guys uh, that probably was in his ear. But no, no, you know, receiver talented as he should ask for a trade when we're in a, on a winning streak like that. And I feel like that plays a down mm-hmm. part in um, outside of the quarterback issues, outside of the line offensive line issues. Uh, I think that played a part in our um, debacle in the second half of the season. Um, on the other side of the coin, I blame uh, the coaching staff. Um, Lafleur, I feel like Lafleur is just one of the reasons why Lafleur is out of here. Um, if you you know uh, look back at towards the season, this past season, Elijah Moore was open on a lot of plays. Um, he's he's like a you know he's like the flash in the phone booth. You can't guard him, and I feel like he was being punished, and I feel like that kind of hurt us uh, down the end on the second on the. Um, second half, back half of the season. Um, I mean, for both parties, uh, he's out of here. He's a Cleveland Brown. Um, good luck with that. Um, I wish him all the mm. best and, and, uh, unless we play him this season. I don't think we do play the Browns this season. Other than that, you know, I'll root for him. I'm glad it's not the Patriots or anybody else in the AFC East. I'm glad it's not the New York Giants. So he's in Cleveland. You know, do your thing, young man. But, hey, man, you did it to yourself, brother.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, that was the first thing I thought when I saw it come across, you know, the ticker. I said to myself, well, hey, he asked for this, you know. And I'm, I'll, Honestly, I'm still surprised that Denzel Mims is here, you know. I'm still surprised that he's here. And maybe he's still here because the Jets can't necessarily get the type of value that they would, you know, want for him. Again, he was a guy that was taken in the second round as well, but he hasn't done as much. But, you know, we'll see what happens going forward. Denzel Mims, um, he could be a guy that could I like potentially Mims. be gone as well.
3: I like Mims, but mm-hmm. I think the reason why I believe we're not going to trade Mims, but you know, never know with Joe Douglas, right? But this is the reason mm-hmm. why I, I like Mims Go ahead, give me and, your talk. With, with, with Hackett. Um, he's a big-body receiver. Um, as of now, we got Alan Lazard, even though Corey Davis is on the roster, but he's, a, he's a, he's a you know, either a cap cut post. Post June cut, or he's getting traded by the draft, so I'm not going to say anything no more about Corey Davis, but we have a big body receiver with speed with Allen Lazard Allen Lazard can play the outside and he can play the inside as well, but I think with ha- the signing of Hackett and the um and we didn't get a right receiver coach yet, I believe, but with Hackett, I think Denzel Mims will have a bounce back year because he's not gonna to have to worry about playing four different positions of the wide receiver. He he's a guy that can go deep, you can hit him on the post. Um, a lot of guys can't cover Denzel Mims, he can get those 50-50 balls, so I believe and and looking at Paul Hackett's history, he liked those big body type receivers so going, I know know you mentioned DeAndre Hopkins or whatever the case may be, I don't think we need that right now, Um, outside of Hopkins who is injury prone great, great, great receiver don't get me wrong, but are we going the trade receiver route? Go ahead. He is but if we in if I, mean, I know you're saying with the second-round pick. If we traded a second-round pick, there's a guy in Tampa, Mike Evans, I feel like will be mm-hmm. tremendous in a trade. But to go back to Denzel Mims, Denzel Mims, gee, he's a OBJ? good receiver,
1: man. Um, what about OBJ? I, right, would like so, to see us, I would like to see us just grab OBJ from free agency. I, I like great.
3: OBJ, but two two torn ACLs within a year three year span makes me nervous. Um, if he's eighty percent of what he used to be, I think he just turned what thirty one, thirty two, not too long ago. If if OBJ is, I think he showed maturity because he got the Super Bowl ring with the Rams. I think he showed somewhat maturity, and if he's eighty percent and is all about winning and all about behaving, if, if, especially when Aaron Rodgers finally comes. I think that would be a dangerous wide receiver with Alan Lazard um, on the outside, opposite of Garrett Wilson, uh, who also can play slot as well. But I feel like he's more dangerous on the outside as well. And with OBJ in the slot, oh my god! I mean, it's Super Bowl Bro. bust, man.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean that. It's that Super Bowl that, bust. That's 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 yeah. my word there. And even going back to to what you were speaking about with Mims, listen, I get it, and I'm hoping that. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett can unlock what Mims holds as far as potential because we all know that he has everything. He's so unbelievable physically gifted. It's 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 off the charts. It's the between the ear stuff that seems like that's keeping him from being on the field, right? We heard Sulla and even LaFleur come out, you know, last you know, these last seasons and talk about how him struggling with the on the with, with the you know, the, the, the between the ear stuff as far as the playbook is what has kept him off the field, right? So when you look at that situation, um, him not being able to get out there, even when we had injuries or even when we had guys because they said, hey, he doesn't know what he needs to do. He doesn't understand those positions. Uh, I'm hoping that maybe Nathaniel Hackett, again, with him being the great teacher, we've heard Aaron Rodgers talk about that, that he's such a great teacher of the game. And that's what's really you know one of his strong ports. Maybe he's the guy that can finally reach Denzel Mims. But again, Denzel Mims did request a trade, and he made it very clear, you know, even with his agent, and they said it publicly as well, that he wanted to be moved on, and they publicly came out and told us that the Jets told them that they will not trade him. They came out and said that. We'll see what happens going forward with them. So, Brick City, my uh, final uh, question before I let you go, because we mm-hmm. got to get back to guys. You also started to, to touch on a little bit on Aaron Rodgers. Dude, as we're speaking right now, the deal is still not done right? For you, when right. you look at this situation, how concerned, are you that, how concerned are you that this is going to continue to drag out? And do you think that this is something that we could still be talking about not being done? while the draft is, is going on? Is that something you can see? Because there's a lot of people, especially I think Ian Rappaport came out and said he doesn't really see it getting done even before the draft. What are your thoughts on that? Quickly, give me your thoughts. Well, I'm
3: not concerned on on our end of the bargain, on the on the bargaining table. I feel like Green Bay need to stop being greedy. I mean, they're trying to get uh, compensation like Russell Wilson last year or Matthew Stafford, but they need to understand mm-hmm. those guys are in their mid- to early 30s. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is about to be 40 soon, or close to being 40. Um, they need to understand that, hey, you know, Joe Douglas is not going to buzz. He he has a strong poker face, man, and I truly believe in mm-hmm. faith in Joe Douglas. And, hey, if we go through the draft and keep our draft picks, A-plus for us. If it goes to even I don't. I don't want it to go through training camp because you know he needs to have rapport with the receivers and the offense and everything like that. But Green Bay need to understand, and I, I speak to. I, I mean, I work for Enterprise Man, and there's a lot of Green Bay uh, coworkers I got, and I speak to this to them every day. I say, listen, y- y'all guys are not going to get the 13th overall pick. Only way you're going to get our first round pick is if, if we say, hey, if you want the 13th overall, okay, you swap. 13th overall with the 17th overall pick, and we'll give you a a, a compository second next year. if It'll become a, a first if we win the Super Bowl. And we'll throw in Corey Davis so Jordan Love can get a weapon. If, if Green Bay can't say, okay, that's fair, then I don't know what to tell you, uh, Long Beach Joe, man. I don't know what to tell you, Joe, because what are you waiting for? What are you mm-hmm. waiting for? You guys want you guys want to get rid of him? Y'all made it publicly known you want to get rid of him. Aaron Rodgers, made, I almost crashed the crashed crashed the company car last week on Pat McAfee coming from Buffalo, New York, man. When he said he want to play for the Jets, man, I had to pull over, man. I, got, I almost got a speeding be, ticket, you know. Listen, be be man, careful, and, be careful, man. You don't want Be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have to grab the well, man, Jesus had to grab the well yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely, and you know Green Bay need to get out get out get off their hands, need to stop being mm-hmm. a uh being arrogant and saying, hey mm-hmm. man we, we we will take the 13th overall, we'll give you seventeen, which I think is a fair fair offer, mm-hmm. and we we'll, we have to give up Corey Davis, all right, cool, but I also believe that hey, we're swapping thirteen and seventeen and we're giving you a player, uh, a compository pick next year in Corey Davis, okay, give us Aaron Rodgers, the 17th pick, and throw in a mid-round pick, like an extra 4-4-5. I think that works for both parties. Mm. In my opinion, okay. I think that works for both parties. And, and we can still show up the offensive line. If we if we miss out on one of those left tackles, we still got du- mm. uh, Dwayne Brown. We still got uh, – Uh, um, back then coming off the injury, um, even though I feel like he's going to move to the right side of the line. If Mm -hmm. I was Joe Douglas, okay, I'll trade down so we can get the center from uh, Minnesota and and get a, a, a left tackle. If Dwayne Brown is healthy, we can get a guy that we can develop for a season. I still feel like that's what will be, end up being a good draft. Um, if we pick up a yeah. left tackle, a center, uh, a linebacker, I feel like we need. Um, if we if we haven't signed anybody yet, um, to replace Quan Alexander, uh, but I think he will come back uh, probably close to uh, after the draft or one of those June uh, late late some or early summer uh, free agent signings. I think we'll get Quan yeah, Alexander back, be- but we need youth because uh, Nazarene ain't yeah. doing nothing. And the other guy that yeah. we converted from safety. He he's he's done well on special teams but we need depth at sure that would. position. Uh we haven't done uh, yeah. sure thank you. We haven't done anything with the interior defensive line. I'm hearing uh Calais Campbell but he's long in the tooth but for a short term sure, but we still need somebody on or next to uh Quentin Williams, even though I truly believe that uh JFM should be in that position because he can stop the run, he can get to the quarterback. But we need depth on the interior defensive line as well. But I believe in Joe Douglas. No, I listen. think he's going to do his numbers. He's going to surprise us.
1: Yeah, listen. I mean, you, you spoke absolute fact there, and I think Joe Douglas is going to continue to address that defensive line. And, again, we'll see what happens coming up in the draft. There's a lot of different, a lot of difference we need to make. But listen, Brick City, I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one. Thank you for having me, brother. You too. God bless All right. We're going to keep it moving. 515 is the number. Call in. And you when you call in, please be patient. We will get to everybody. I know we got callers. We're going to keep sliding on through these lines. Again, please give the stream a thumbs up wherever you watch me scrum. Subscribe to the channel if you have not subscribed. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Next, I'm going to go to my guy, Chris, man. I need to talk to Chris, Jake, Val, Steve, everybody else. Hold on a second. We will get to everybody. Salutes to you, Chris. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. For those of you that do not know, this man, Chris, he's a savage. Oh, savage.
0: What's
1: going
2: on?
1: Damn, Chris. Yeah, fans, what's up? Savage, man. What's up, man? Listen, we're sitting here. We're talking. We just traded Elijah Moore in a third-round pick, got a second-round pick back. Do you like that trade by the New York Jets? Do you think we got fleeced? How do you feel about it?
4: I don't think we got place, you know, Glyza more than one, one to be here. Like the Beyonce song says, boy, bye, you know? That's what you got to do.
1: <laughs> boy, bye. Listen, co- I don't know if you got me on a headset or whatever. Come a little bit closer to your phone so we can hear you. We can we can hear you, but you seem a little far away. Listen, I hear what you're saying, though, okay? Look, okay? I, I know, and I, I have to reiterate I, to people, I had to reiterate yeah. to people, listen, he requested a trade, okay? He requested a trade. Yeah, he did. We all knew that this was coming at this point, right? He requested right. a trade during the season. So it wasn't, like, super shocking to see us move on from him. But no. I know there's a lot of talk about the compensation we got back. A lot of people not liking We gave up a third round in him, got a second round mm-hmm. pick back. But at the same time, what if that second round pick turns into a DeAndre Hopkins? You know, does That's that, what I'm about. when you look at that, it's like, can you really say the Jets lost a trade if it turns into him? I mean, what are nah, your thoughts about that nah. from that perspective there? Look, I mean,
4: Garrett Wilson gained 1,000 yards with like four different peaks. If you're not open, you're mm-hmm. not open. The quarterback doesn't see. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and Elijah Moore, you know, you know he's good in slot. He's a good receiver. I think he's going to be a good slot receiver. But, you know, at this point, we can, you know, he wasn't, when you put him on the outside, he wasn't invisible. You know, he used to be yeah. a slot receiver. That's what his goal, that's what his, his feeling is. And, you know, what kind of slot receivers are the focal part of government? He's not, you know, I mean, maybe he could become a Welker or, you know, Julian Edelman type of but they have Tom Brady behind them. You know, very few uh, slot He's not A.B. He's not, you know, those kind of guys. Or he would have showed out last year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he wasn't open. You know, mm. I mean, I'm going to be honest. He's not that type of guy. He's, he's good. He's got a scrub. But he ain't AD. He's not, you know what I'm saying? He's not. He's not even Braxton Barrios. Braxton got yeah. open. You know, he was the guy that I was, yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I feel bad reading to keep Braxton. I don't really like Braxton Barrios. I think he's got to get in. Yeah, good, look. Good, you
1: know? I, I think that there was, again, there were some things that uh, I'm not going to say he, was, he, wasn't, he wasn't better than Braxton Berrios. I definitely think Elijah Moore nah. is better than Braxton Berrios. But there was a lot nah, of issues hell. as far as, I think, targets, a lot of things that was going on offensively yeah. where Elijah Moore wasn't necessarily set up to make the type of plays or be able to put in a position to make the type of plays that we all believe that he should right. have been in. Uh, there was a lot of snaps, a lot right. of catches, a lot of things that should have gone his way, a lot of play calls that should have been given to Elijah Moore that was, right. you know, more focused yeah. on Braxton Berrios. But, again, with Elijah Moore requesting that trade, and, again, we were on a winning streak, the selfishness, the other stuff, I could see, you know, why, you know, Joe Douglas decided to move on. But I want you to also give me your thoughts on us signing me Cole Hartman. This is a guy that I believe really brings something to the New York Jets yeah. yeah. offense. a yeah. Vertical threat. He can move. And he can also do a lot of the things that we would probably ask Elijah Moore to do within this offense how do you feel about this move, man? Nicole Hartman. Nicole, is the Nicole Hartman is a and great receiver. receiver.
4: He, yeah, let me tell you something, man. That guy, you know, so fast. Sometimes you watch the the it's like, yo, who is that guy? Like, that was running up, you know what I'm saying? It's like, he was so fast. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, this dude like, and I couldn't figure out what his name was. This guy is, you know, even when they had, um, what's the guy from uh, Miami California right now? Oh, my God. The, the, I don't know. With the, the receiver that's on Miami now. Even when Are you talking about Tyreek Hill? Kansas. Tyreek Hill, yeah. We're dealing with Tyreek was here. Nicole Hartman was still doing his thing. He still was. I'm just telling you, that guy fast, man. That guy's going to make a lot of. If he's healthy, he's going to make a lot of great plays for us, man. And I'm I'm very confident mm-hmm. as I have a guy like that with a guy like Aaron Rodgers quarterbacking, man. You know, things change when you have a good quarterback. <laughs> you know? Hall of Fame quarterback. A lot of people's mm-hmm. skills go to the next level, you know, and even it invest in a lot of guys because they do have a, a guy that can get them in the ball. A guy that can mm-hmm. can, can get him the ball in great
1: situations.
4: You know, you're gonna see yep. a lot of
1: guys you have career career years. That's a fact. Now, you're talking about this quarterback position. Listen, Chris, my final question before I let you go, man. There's a lot of talk that the Green Bay Packers want the 13th pick from the Jets for Aaron Rodgers. If you're the Jets general manager, you're Joe Douglas. Are you doing that? Are you giving them the first-round pick to end this drama and get Aaron Rodgers? Would you do it? The only way I – look,
4: everybody's concerned about the left tackle position, right? But, you know, it was all we need guys. Let me tell you something, y'all, something that y'all don't know, and y'all don't want to be Joe show. A free agent that we recruited to our, our, you know, that we're recruiting, like a lot of people that I know, you know, is that Donovan Smith. Donovan Smith is a Long Island guy coming into New York. He, you know, he's from Hempstead. You know, he's a Super Bowl champion. We're trying to get him here. You know, we're trying to get him, to, you know, work some stuff to, to, to come in. We're trying to recruit him, you know. So if we mm-hmm. trade now and we get him 26 picks, and whatever, let's just give them twenty six pick and let's move on. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. the the problem the, I have, I don't think any Jets stand has a problem you, you know, But they're like these left tackles, the left tackle, the left tackle, the left tackles. And I'm 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 here to say that that you know we can trade down and we can trade out of this situation. We can get a veteran like mentioned out in, in, in our in our in our building. And he can actually do do the same job as some of these rookies or some of these guys coming in here, you know. Mm-hmm. So
1: I'm I'm excited. So you would give I'm them the 13th pick. It. You would give them. I would, trade down. For
4: Aaron Rodgers. I would yeah. trade down. I would trade down. I would trade down and get an extra second. Like you know, the Dallas is. Exactly what if uh,
1: uh, is, uh, uh, let, let's do this, Chris? Let's do this. What if what if they don't want that? Okay, they they're not they don't want you to trade down with your first round pick. They want the 13th pick for Aaron Rodgers. Are you doing that? Yes or no? Give me your answer. Yeah, I would trade it. You're doing it. I would do it. Okay. I'm doing all it. All right. There we go. There we go. Hey, look. He took it. He said, hey, listen, I'm going to do what it takes to get Aaron Rodgers. I respect it. <laughs> We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 602 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers next. I'm going to my guy, Jake. Jake, I'm coming directly to you. Val, see.
0: Monty. Hold on a second. We're
1: getting to everybody. Jake, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Jake, we are talking that talk, man. We just traded Elijah Moore for a sec- uh, for a second round pick. We gave up Elijah Moore and a third round pick. How are you feeling about that trade, Jake? Do you think the
5: Jets got fleeced? Joe, so, good evening, as always. Happy Friday. I am walking home a pretty good day, so just trying to spread some positive vibes. I'm going to start off the call because I know it's with divulgence and probably mayhem in about two minutes. But uh, <laughs> basically, uh, look, I – listen, Elijah Moore, thank God he's gone. I, I, I have not gotten that taste out of my mouth after he wanted out from that trade request. I That this guy is – this is like Odell percolating at this point. I don't want – that. And, that just, and just to tell you this for later in the call, I don't want Odell. I do not want Odell on this team. I do not want that chemistry. We have Why? enough receivers to go around this team. Why?
1: You don't want a winner?
5: I don't want a guy that's going to want a crazy amount of money. You, I mean, you have he to doesn't. understand that there's been no, – hold on, hold on, Joe. There's been reports that Kansas mm-hmm. City had asked for Odell, and mm-hmm. he said no. DeAndre Hopkins, okay. there were reports saying that he was looking at Kansas City. They, he said no. They want money. Why do these guys really want their money? And for these guys to go into all of to go. Second, it's going to go into it. Out of,
1: out okay. of his okay. own mouth, though, Jake, right? Out of his own mouth, Odell came out and said that he's not asking for what a lot of people are trying to report that he's asking for. A lot of people are saying he's asking for $20 million. He says, I'm not asking for that, but I don't want to take $4 million. So, yeah, I, listen, everybody in the league wants to get paid. And he's a Super Bowl winner. Right, and he was one of the biggest reasons why the Rams were in that Super Bowl as well. Of course, he wants to still get paid, but I don't think he's gonna. I don't think you have to necessarily break the bank for the guy, but you definitely have to compensate him fairly. And when you look at a lot of things, again, he had that workout, and there were Jets, uh, you know, guys there at the at the place that he was working out to watch him, and everybody came away from that workout saying that he looks really good. He still looks like, you know, the same old deal. He's still got explosion, can still move. He can do it all. This is a guy, and again, I'm not, you know, I'm a big Odell guy. This is a guy that has been where we're trying to go. If you need a guy that's going to teach these you young wide receivers how to really put themselves in position to be winners here, Odell can, t- can teach you that from top to bottom. And he's been at every single phase, from a team that couldn't do a darn thing to a team that took it all. So Odell and his attitude, that boy wants to be a winner. That man wants to win. He's tasted a ring before, and I think he wants another one. Go
5: ahead. Give me your thoughts, man. Look, he might, we might end up signing. I'm, not, I'm, I'm talking as if that I'm not saying we're not going to do it. I just feel like that right now we cannot afford chemistry after the whole purpose of why we traded Elijah Moore. Now, again, Elijah Moore hasn't done as much, but the reality is that we, we traded him purely for the trade issues. So do we want to mm-hmm. go through another drama, Queen? I don't personally want to deal with that, but are we going to end up signing him? Yeah, it probably might happen. I mean, I'm not guaranteeing it right now. There's probably probably like a 70%, 80% chance uh, we're signing it based on like some of his tweeting or whatever the heck's been going on reported. But, um, you know, I I don't want to start paying this guy like, you know, a two, three-year deal. Now, knowing JD, I'll be honest, if we're going to talk about what JD does because he does a very good job, he'll give him maybe a two-year deal and just put a lot of incentives later on. and make it and front end the money in the beginning. That tends to be how all those free agents work. Hence the C.J. Mosley. Yeah, yeah. Keep talking about every single call. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Well, just going back to the trade itself. Um, I'm not loving that we gave up a third rounder. I, I felt like J.D. could have done better. Like we'll give you Elijah. Like maybe like I can cond- like a fourth round pick or something. Because yeah. I, as much as we're getting the two second rounders, you know one of them's going to rot. We're not giving up the first round pick. I mean, everybody here has to really understand. Brian Gunkers has no leverage in any of this. Murphy has given it away. Mm. Rodgers has given it away. They are not. The, the Russell Wilson staff Stafford trade, that was never on the table. The Jets would have literally said, take a hike. We're not even going go to we're not even gonna go to Malibu and walk these centers. Like We're not going to waste our time. They're keeping the third Talk, Jake. Period. Yeah. Sorry? Okay. okay. Okay, no, listen, no. They're keeping keeping the pick. It's going to be, it's it's exactly what we discussed, Joe. It's going to be the second round, it's going to be one of those second rounders, and it's going to be a conditional third round pick next year. they got to take their picks now, because once the Mm. draft is done, you're talking about later years, if the Jets win with Aaron Rodgers, those picks are going to be useless. So this is their time now to get at least one valuable pick out of it, because otherwise they're going to Mm. go with the 13th, they're not getting it. They're not getting it. It's just pure and simple. It's just the media speculation back and forth, all saying that that, oh, you know, what are they going to do to settle? J.D. doesn't settle. Let's make that clear. J.D. Mm. does not settle. That's what I like about him. Maybe did he semi-settle on this Elijah Moore deal? Yeah, I'll be honest. Like I said, I didn't love the third round pick, but at the end of the day if Elijah Moore just becomes a basket case in Cleveland, which he could be for all I know because Odell was there already, Mm. yeah, then you know what? Then great. We got a second round pick out of it and Cleveland's desperate because the fans need to keep his job. And uh, Deshaun Watson, I mean, let's let's see how that goes. So that's my take on that. Yeah, look, yeah no, listen, and that's a great take, especially what you
1: talked about with Aaron Rodgers and, and the Green Bay Packers as far as their leverage within the trade. I think the, the longer they string it out, the worse it is for them because, like you said, they need these picks now. They need somebody that's going to come in and help them today, especially if they're moving forward with love, and you're still dealing with the Aaron Rodgers contract situation as well. Now, if you want to keep playing these games, and let's say we don't end up with them, are you going to eat Aaron Rodgers' contract? Is that what you're going to do? Because he could sit there and be like, okay, well, I'm just not going to do nothing and literally destroy your cap. And then you've got to pay love because you have to exercise that fifth-year option on him as well. And then you have to continue to try to build your football team with all of, all of the issues that you have on your roster. Continue going forth. There's a lot of holes. We just signed Lazard, and Lazard was one of their better wide receivers, right? We just, we just got him. So it's like they've got to wake up at some point and decide, listen, all the hubbub, all the things that's going on, we've got to put our pride to the side, take this second-round pick, maybe package it with, you know, a couple other mid-round picks and later drafts and move forward. Because the second that you let the New York Jets talk to Aaron Rodgers, first off, which was crazy, and then he went on, on Pat McAfee's show publicly in front of however many hundreds of thousands of people that was watching that and literally said, I intend to play for the New York Jets, and the Packers need to just stop dragging their feet and let this happen. It's like, come on, man, we got to move forward. But my final question for you, Jake, before I let you go, because you brought so many great takes, man, give me your thoughts about a lot of the hate that we're seeing that's come out about the New York Jets now since we've been going after Aaron Rodgers. Do you feel like the media is being fair to us, or do you feel like it's just just the, just the run-of-the-mill hate because people cannot stand as the New York Jets could be getting better with Aaron Rodgers on this roster?
5: I'm just going to answer that question very quick, Joe. They just don't want the Jets to win. I want to go back to Joe Douglas in a second. Everybody that wants mm-hmm. to keep talking about we'll get a better general manager next year and there's a better guy out there and there's a better <laughs> guy out there. What? Let's make this, very, let's make this is very clear. And, no, a lot of people are like, Joe Douglas screwed up on Zach Wilson. We should be, this should be fired. This should be done. Let me tell you something. You look oh at goodness. what's the Pat McAfee – no, no, no. Let me just make point. The Pat McAfee mm? show showed you. The Green Bay Packers organization and their general manager—they are a dysfunctional mess. When was the first time that we can actually say, "Wow, the Jets for once don't look like a dysfunctional group"? Because we have a competent general manager. People, this guy is the guy. If I'm on, honestly, if I'm the Jets right now, because it's gonna the trade's gonna work out the way I want it to go, I would give Joe Douglas an extension immediately. There is no <laughs> reason to tell me at this point this guy has not justified how to handle the salary cap, how to handle trades, how to not how to not. He's going to not back down from people trying to force him in the media with all this stuff, like give him the first-round pick or whatever. He is showing you that he's got confidence and poise to get the job done. Okay, like You want to go find okay. that like, special general manager that was like Tom Brady in New England and ninth in line. It's like, forget it. It's, it's, this guy knows what he's talking about. So I, I just want to make that mm-hmm. clear. For once, Like we don't look like the laughingstock and people frantically trying to say, let's just get another general manager to do a better job. people wake up. Come on, just look at the full body picture of this right now. That's why.
1: Yeah, listen, Jake, I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, my friend. Listen, I don't know who in the world... Listen, and I've gone back and forth with a lot of Jets fans. There is a lot of credence to what Jake is saying. I know that there are some Jets fans that i talked about, and they were like, hey, he messed up on Zach Wilson. We got to get him out of here. And I was like, whoa. Listen, you're not going to hit on every pick, especially a quarterback. If you were just firing general managers because they jacked up on a quarterback, then half the league wouldn't have general managers. You look at quarterback play across the league, there's a lot of people that don't have a quarterback. But when you look at the other things that he's been able to do, the fact that he literally dug us out of the mess that Mike McKagan created, and now we're really a team that is competing, we're ascending, we're right on the cusp, so much so that we have a Hall of Fame quarterback that wants to be a New York Jets, says something about what Joe Douglas has done. Also as well, the Jets have also brought in Shaq Wilson, to be the defensive assistant coach, defensive assistant line coach. Excuse me. I wanted to bring that up because that was a good move too. Oh, that guy's in South Carolina. The boys know how to play football down there. Listen, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. We're going to keep going to these lines. Salutes to all the savages in the chat, okay? Guys are going on. Guys are going off, bro. Y'all going off. My guy, Vibes, says, uh, we're getting OBJ. Vibes in the chat is going off. He says, more is not OBJ, bro. Yes, I'm telling you. Odell Beckham Jr. is something serious. I don't know why some Jets fans don't want him. I need that man in a green and white jersey playing at MetLife immediately. Immediately, okay? We're getting back to these lines. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in next. We're going to my guy, Val. Val, I'm coming directly to you. Ted, Steve, other callers, hold on. We'll get to you guys in a second. The lines is hot. Salutes to you, Val. I want to thank you for calling in. For those of you that don't know, that man, Val, he's a savage. (laughs) I was a savage. Salutes to you, Val. Listen, we got a lot
6: of people going off
1: right now, man. We just traded Elijah Moore. How are you feeling about that
6: trade? Do you feel like the Jets got worked over? Listen, man, listen, if you have uh, – I, I understand I'm hearing a lot of people. I'm glad I sit back and actually listen to a lot of people. They, they are really going hard on Elijah Moore. But you got to understand who his quarterback was, Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. He couldn't even throw a screen pass. Mm-hmm. You look – I That's was just sitting here, as everybody was talking, I'm looking at his stats throughout all the games. The most hit receiving um, – most um, passes that he had was three receptions. So, yes, everybody's mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, Joe Douglas, he had to give up. A- he had to because his stats was terrible for 2022. We was all excited mm-hmm. for him to even get one catch. You got to think about that as well, too. Zach Wilson was very inaccurate on a lot of the passes, and he wasn't looking for him. He was looking for big body wide receivers. Well, you know, the mm-hmm. thing, sometimes, you know, he, he could have got – I feel like this is the thing. I feel like Matthew Ford didn't utilize a lot of talent. We didn't even get the Titans involved as much as we were supposed to as well too. We invested in the that's Titans, the we brought in the, the talent and everything, but we didn't utilize. That was, that's the problem. That's why we got this offensive coordinator that are veterans. So they know exactly who to utilize and who not to utilize and stuff. So that's why I feel like we definitely did a good job by, you know, doing the trade. And can understand where his frustration came from, Elijah Moore, because He's not getting no reception. He knows the type of ball player that he was. And he came in and he was explosive. And, you know, the times mm-hmm. that he wasn't getting the ball as much, you know, I could understand his frustration. But when you're in on the flip side, when your team is winning, you're not supposed to come out there and start talking down and everything like that because then that kills your chemistry and it kills, you know, like everybody was happy because we're finally winning games. But, you, of course, you're not getting their, your reception. But you have to be happy for your team regardless of anything. But, you know, that's that's the selfish, and he came out, he apologized about that as well. But, you know, we all make mistakes. So, you know, I'm I'm not going to get down yeah. Elijah Moore. I feel like we could have way better ball play, and we could have better plays to get him more involved. But, yeah, that's what I have to say no. about Elijah Moore.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. That, that, listen, that's a fact, and I understand that. But, again, you come out and you request that trade, you blow up like that. This has been on the you know He's not the, the only cushion. one, He's not true. the only receiver. Yeah, <laughs> he, he ain't. And, and <laughs> people talking about forgetting about Denzel Mims. I keep re- reminding He's people exactly that right. boy Denzel Mims. If you thought Elijah Moore that pop was simmering, Denzel Mims is simmering. But the only reason that I, I, I personally think that Denzel Mims is still here and isn't gone yet is maybe the the compensation isn't there. Because if you if you had to give up that just to move Elijah Moore, I mean. What can you really get for Mims, right? Even when we were desecrated yeah. by injuries at the wide receiver position, Mims still didn't see the field. You know, you look at his stats, exactly. they damn sure ain't good. This guy's de- deactivated most of these most of the games during this season. So like, you know, what can you do? But I'm hoping that again we keep if we keep in Denzel Mims, which it looks like to this point that we are, that Nathaniel mm-hmm. Hackett's gonna be able to unlock him. But as we continue to talk about this wide receiver position, Listen, Val, go. I've got a lot of guff, man. Go. i got a lot of guff going back and forth. People do not want OBJ. There's a lot of – y'all <laughs> just heard the last call. People say they don't want OBJ here. Am I tripping because I want to see OBJ in a green and white jersey? What are your thoughts about that, Val? Should the New York Jets go after OBJ? We've heard rumors that they're, they're very interested in them. Do you want to see OBJ be a Jet, man?
6: Okay, listen. Yes, this is controversial. All right. I, I understand both parties. I understand both parties. Listen, the production is there. personality. This is my problem with his personality. You know, you look back at his history, he ha- he doesn't really have a good per- um history of his personality, especially when the Giants went to the playoffs in that wild card against the Packers. The week before, he went to Miami, brought every wide receiver to the. They took the picture and everything. <laughs> he went to, um, you know, to Green Bay, and they took off the shirts, you know, and then he did not show up at all. So, you know, mm. it's just like they don't want to kill the culture that we have with the young guys. They don't want him to get influenced by the. Um, they don't want him to influence the young guys to start doing bad and stuff. So I can understand. But. Val, can that. We... but we can, oh, okay. when, we,
1: when we talk about OBJ, right, when we talk, let, mm-hmm. let's just be fair, we be objective here. That's, I'm objective. Okay, I hear, sure. I hear that point. But what about when he went to Cleveland? He played really well there. And we all know that uh, mm-hmm. Man, uh, not Manziel, uh, the, the quarterback that they had at the time, uh, he's trash, right? They oh, ended up oh. moving on from him anyway, it, right? Down the line, they ended up moving on from Baker Mayfield. They ended up moving on from Baker, Baker, Baker Mayfield yeah. down the line as well. And he was still making plays. Now, let, let's he goes to the Rams. Dude, he's literally mm-hmm. one of the reasons – or one of the biggest reasons that the Rams are even in the Super Bowl, and everybody there loved him, right? You saw him put on day in and day out and go to work. I'm talking about go straight to work, and he was one of the reasons, even though he got hurt in that Super Bowl, he put them in a lot of great positions. He was going off before he got hurt. Now, when you look at that situation, right, and you look at the way that he plays, like to the wall, he's a dog, there's no denying that. You look at the workouts, he still got the explosion. You look at what we want our young wide receivers to be. I understand people talk about the diva aspect and stuff, but let's keep it real, right. dog. All wide receivers are divas. <laughs> all of exactly. them. Exactly. <laughs> like, True. all the great guys are divas. Okay, Randy Moss, diva, right? Terrell Owens, diva. Right. There's so many Terrell of them Owens that Owens are F- divas. Diva. Yeah, that, listen, <laughs> all, all of these wide receivers, all of them, Keyshawn, even he, and he was great here, Right. Loved him. Right. He's a diva. Okay. He didn't throw me the damn ball, like it, 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 you know. It is. That's kind of what it comes with.
7: Okay. When J- you J- walk, great Carton. guys. That's what it comes with.
1: <laughs> but what he can do here, right? What he can do here would be unbelievably monumental mm-hmm. for the Jets offense, bro. We'd be. You could not defend that. You can't defend it. Absolutely. You can't Garrett and I, and Wilson, listen, and Lazard, and I, OBJ.
6: You got Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers
1: throwing rockets, bro. How can you stop that? Give me your thoughts, bro.
6: And listen, and, and that's what I was about to say. But, but you know, the production is there. You know what I'm saying? The more weapons, mm-hmm. the more better. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I understand everybody mm-hmm. has the red flags and stuff. Yes, mm-hmm. you like I said, I can understand that. With the injury history and everything like that, I definitely understand that. For me, if we get OBJ, listen, another weapon, and I love it. Because I'm just yeah. happy. I'm just happy. I'm sitting back, and I'm just, I'm happy that free agents want to come to the Jets. Like, can we yeah. celebrate about that? Like, every time I'm yeah. hearing, oh, this person wants to come to the Jets. This person wants to come to the Jets. Aaron Rodgers hop on a podcast, and else. I want to be on the Jets. I'm like, man, this is, I'm loving this. I, can, I, can, I want yeah. to get used to this. You know, so, yeah, yeah man, I, listen, if it happens, I'm happy, you know. And I feel like the more weapons, the more better. And man, if we yeah. have a, a legit quarterback, we're not even talking about above average a elite quarterback to get this this whole situation going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely eleven team eleven or a plus team win for sure. For sure. Yeah. No. You talked the going fact that <laughs>
1: And definitely not not <laughs> scoring three touchdowns touchdown in the last three games like we oh exactly. that was horrible. Don't bring us back there, Val. Don't bring us back. We got clear skies. The sun is out. Let's not go back into the dark past, all right? Let's not do that. <laughs> now, we're talking about free agents that want to be here, right? Apparently, according to reports, you got rumors swirling about Ezekiel Elliott wanting to be here, right? You got Jets running backs Michael Carter, Brees Hall, coming out and saying that they don't want him. What are your thoughts about the idea of Zeke being a Jet? And if Ooh. you were the Jet general manager, would he be a guy that you would be interested in bringing in? Final question for you. Give me your thoughts on this, man.
6: Okay. Um. Listen. Uh, I haven't really watched too much of Zeke. I haven't heard too much about Zeke. But listen, like like I said, another All Pro that wants to come here and actually play for the Jets and stuff like that. I'm happy about it. But um, I feel like if Michael Carter would have played better last year, we would even be having this conversation. You know, of us mm-hmm. trying to look for another running back and stuff. So you know, if we if we get another body in there, I'm happy about it. But you know, it's just another name. I'm not gonna say he's gonna be the starter or anything like that. He's probably gonna be the second or third. And you know, just the more bodies, the more better. And I want to get to the I want to get to the Super Bowl. No more looking back. <clears throat> 15 years we haven't been in the Super Bowl. Let's make this happen. You know, and. No, I'm not giving up that 13-round pick. Um, 13 first overall pick for Aaron Rodgers just to answer that question. All oh, the
1: 13 picks in the first yeah. round? Not you cannot... huh?
6: Exactly. They're trying to finesse a finesser, which is Joe Douglas, and it's not happening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not happening. You can't finesse a <laughs> finesser. Yes. Listen, pal, I want to thank you for calling in, man. I got to get to the rest of these lines. You have a good night, man.
6: Yes, sir. Have a good night. Everybody <laughs> like to subscribe to the um Joe. And I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Here Call we it. go. You cannot finesse a finessa. Okay? You can't do it. Right, please give the stream a thumbs up. Share it with your friends and your family. Subscribe if you haven't already. Super Chat is there. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. Cash App is there as well. Get back to these lines. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in next. We're going to my guy from Atlanta. We're going to Atlanta. Steve, Ted, other callers. Hold on a second. We're coming to you, Atlanta. Salutes to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Man, it's been a minute since we heard from you, man. A lot of things are moving and shaking, and there's a lot of things that
6: have, uh, you know,
1: have changed around here. Now we got Hall of Fame quarterbacks that want to be Jets. What are your thoughts about this whole saga and situation with Aaron Rodgers? If you were the Jets' general manager, Joe Douglas, would you give up the 13th pick in the first round for him? <clears throat>
2: uh, yeah, Hey man, salute to you, and, yeah, thanks for having me back on. It's been a minute. Uh I don't even think the 13th pick is in play. I think, you know, of course, we get all the rumors out there. We get you got to decide who's leaking what, and the information Mm -hmm. comes in. And like you guys just talked about, like Douglas is a seasoned professional. He's not a first-year GM who you could just try to rob real quick. Like, no, this is is an untenable (laughs) situation in Green Bay. Uh, They were sick of him. He's sick of them. So the idea mm-hmm. that you have some kind of leverage where you could squeeze somebody for a certain like no that's not going to happen. Are they going to get some compensation? <clears participation? throat> yes, they should. Nothing wrong with that. And when we look at Aaron Rodgers' body of work over his career, two of his worst seasons are top five quarterback jet seasons. So that's that tells fact. us everything we need to know. <laughs> like, that's a fact.
1: That's a fact. That's why I laugh. <laughs> listen, I go back and forth, and I respect all Jets fans. I'm just a Jets fan myself, okay? Yeah, we have a great show here, and I love doing this. I love connecting with people. But I'm just a Jets fan. But I absolutely laugh in the face of other fans that look at me and say, Joe, I don't want to have nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers. We shouldn't bring him in here. We shouldn't have nothing to do with him. I mean, come on, man. Let's, there, I've had people tell me we should run it back with Zach Wilson. And I'm like, come Shoo. on, man, Zach, listen. i'm everybody knows i'm a zach guy but he is not ready at this point and you see it he's not ready to run a functional nfl offense he's got to clean things up okay he's got to clean things up with his footwork mechanics all that stuff and even his confidence is shot he's not ready we need to bring somebody in here because again the window to be a winner in this league is very short It closes very fast, and we've seen it. Two AFC championships back-to-back with Rex Ryan, and then after that we haven't been back to the playoffs in 12 years. That's what happens when you fall asleep at the wheel. You'll be at the bottom very quickly, boom, said and done, right? Right. So that's what Joe Douglas is doing. He's saying, look, I see what's going on, and I need to make sure I put this team in his best position. And grabbing Aaron Rodgers does that. Now, even what you were talking about as well with them, you know, messing with a seasoned professional, a guy that's known for – but when that jooks, you know what I'm saying? He, he robs people. You we know, go back and forth. Joe so Douglas make it happen. Okay? He'll take everything, even the dishes out your kitchen. He's going to steal everything from you. That's a fact. But as long as this is dragging out, it's playing out, could you see this happening before the draft? Like, could you see this deal getting done? Because there's a lot of people saying that they don't think it's even going to get done before the draft. Ian Rappaport came out and said this might be something that gets done on draft day. Or after the draft? What are your thoughts about that and the timetable?
2: Uh, Doesn't matter. A guy like Aaron walks into camp late, there's no problem. Uh, Even if it's like late, the latest of late stages, I I think you still have no problem injecting him into the offense. Hey, look, let's go back to last season. We were playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. I came on. The, The call was everybody was real down and talking like, you know, the Jets of old. I was like, no, they're going to beat the Steelers. This is a really good team. We just got to figure out quarterback. Mm. And we all saw that play out the rest of the season. We thought, this team is a quarterback away. So, mm. get your guy and go. And, yes, Aaron's going to be a diva. Yes, Aaron's going to be in the New York Post and all that stuff every week. That's a part of it, baby. Just be ready to deal with it. So, what? We well, got a good defense. We got a running game. And I want Brees, Howell, Brees, uh, Brees Hall on the pitch count as far as carry, mm-hmm. until next year when he's a year removed away from the surgery. And, and man, we ready to go, man. Running backs are everywhere. We can find one. We just added another Wide yeah. out. Like, what, what's the problem here? I, I'm, I'm seeing nothing but uh, wings up over here. Like, this looks good yeah. to me. Bring in the Diva. No, let you. him have his FU season. <laughs> you know what I mean? To Green Bay and, and everybody who doubts him. <laughs> he's going to have a big chip on his shoulder. He's going to be doing Joe Rogan interviews and stuff. Like, bro. How come y'all don't want to be number one in the city? Like, and I'm not talking about mm. you. I know how you get down, but I mean, some of the other fans. No, go ahead. Stop being so Oh, no, down.
1: talk. Yeah. It's, it's hear, time to yeah. shine.
2: Matter of fact, mm-hmm. the la- like you said, the last time they went to AFC Championship games, had a guy with swagger back there who was attacking mm-hmm. New England, calling them out. Like, yeah, nothing wrong with being the bullies this yeah. time. I don't no. know. It's, yeah, It's I hear time, you. bro. I'm, I'm ready for it. These now, when you talk about this. <laughs>
1: Yeah, listen, you talk in that talk, you talk about this offense. We just traded Elijah Moore and a third-round pick, got a second-round pick back. What are your thoughts about that move by Joe Douglas? A lot of people are our seniors' praises. And I don't know necessarily myself how to feel about this, the trade just a, just yet, right? I'm still trying to see. But there's a lot of fans out there that think we got fleeced. How do you feel about it, man? What are your thoughts about the trade?
0: Yeah, I think
2: Elijah Moore can be a good player. But when you're talking about a second-round pick, I mean – dude, what's the problem? There's great compensation for them, so there's really nothing to complain about. And honestly, when we look at this draft, the position that they say is the weakest is wide receiver. So that also means there's going to be some gems in this class that we turn around in three years and say, oh, how did this guy drop to such and such? How did this guy drop to this? So there's an abundance of talent at wide receiver. It's not elite talent, because all of it is really close together, like there's no real separator, Mm -hmm. but Somebody's going to find him. And if and if hmm. he's giving Joe Douglas the job of finding one, I'm good with that. Let's find one in the draft. Hmm.
1: Okay. Okay, now my final question, man, before I let you go, I want OBJ in a green and white jersey, and I want him at MetLife, and I'm getting a lot of pushback for this. What are your thoughts about that, man? There's been a lot of rumors swirling that OBJ wants to be a Jet. We saw him on the phone with Sauce a lot of people saying that the Jets are interested, trying to work out a multi-year deal. Do you want to see Odell Beckham Jr. become a New York Jet? Uh,
2: I would love to see it if you got to pay him a vet man. But since you can't pay him a vet man because he has a few suitors, I'd probably pass on it. And for this reason mainly, Gabe Wilson has to be the established guy in that room. And from what we saw last year, as the young pup, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to turn the keys over to him for the wide receiver
1: role. Not, I, I, yeah. I hear oh, that, ahead, ahead. and I understand what you're saying. No, no, listen, I, I get it, and I hear, I understand exactly what you're saying. Garrett Wilson is definitely going to be a guy within that room, right? But we have Alan Zard in here. We'll see where they slot him, one, two, wherever. Alan Zard is really taking over for Corey Davis, so he's probably going to have that number one role. Garrett Wilson's going to have that number two role, if not the number, role, number one role, lockdown. We've seen him eat constantly. But I think OBJ being worked around, being moved around in the slide, and I heard you say that vet mineral. I don't think he's going to take that. But I definitely think if you can get him for that maybe $8, $9, $10 million a year, maybe give him a two, maybe three-year deal, I'm with it. I I need him here, bro. What he can do for this Jets offense, not just from an on-the-field production standpoint, but from
4: a mentality
1: standpoint, bro, everything that we need, everything that these wide receivers need to know about how to get to the next level, OBJ can teach you that. Facts. He's done it all. He's been at the bottom with horrible teams, bad teams, and he's been at the top where he literally – was one of the main reasons why the Rams were as productive offensively as they were. He was putting in the work there, and everybody loved him, you know, in that Rams building when he was there. So I understand it, yeah. but I'm telling you, the addition of OBJ would be something real different here, and it would do a lot of different things to this team. So before I let you go, man, we were talking about free agency signings as well. We talked about the wide receivers. What are your thoughts about Lazard? Quickly, give me your thoughts on what he brings to this offense, and did you like that signing? Uh,
2: I love the signing of Lazard, especially, I mean, this is on the basis of A-Rod is coming, too. So
1: here's,
2: mm. the, here's the re, also the reason why I didn't think, I, I don't think OBJ is necessary as far as who we need to bring in. Lazard is a mm. big-body catch, <laughs> catch receiver in traffic, not going to get that much separation, but he has really good chemistry with A-Rod, and he's going to be really good as number two. I'm drafting Garrett mm. Wilson really early in all my best ball, all my dynasty stuff. Garrett Wilson is going to have a crazy breakout season with a rod Like, mm. I, I, I think he is really being undervalued this off season, and watch, it's going to be fireworks there, man. So yeah, give me a rod with him, Lazard, and, and Garrett, and, and, and we're good to go, man. Fill out the rocks any way you want. We ain't overpaying Barrios
3: mm. no
1: more. It's time, bro. <laughs> All right, listen, I got to get to other callers. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, man, I want to hear from you more often. Next time I have a show, please call in, man. I love going back and forth with you. Most definitely. Let's get it, man. All right, you have a good one. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking our callers. Next, I'm going to go to my guy, Steve. Ted, other callers. Hold on a second. We got to get to Steve. Steve salutes. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. For those of you that do not know, Steve, he's a savage. Damn, Steve's a savage. Salutes to you, Steve. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, man, we're throwing punches. We're going back and forth. I'm bobbing and weaving, trying to find my way out of this maze, man. A lot of people talking about this trade with Elijah Moore, talking about OBJ. Give me your thoughts on this Jets wide receiver situation. How are you feeling about this trade? We just moved on, sent Elijah Moore to the Browns with the third round pick, got a second round pick back. How are you feeling about this trade, man? Do you think Joe Douglas got fleeced? Hey,
8: Joe. Well, first of all, thank you again for having me on your
1: show tonight. It's always great to talk to you,
8: you know, talk about this team and the situation, you know, we're at now. So – the thing is, I, I, I can't really, really say right now that Joe Douglas got fleeced on this trade. Right now, this is a 50-50 trade because the thing is, you don't know what Elijah Moore is going to do in Cleveland. You don't know what, what he's going uh, – you don't know what the Jets are going to do with that second-round pick and what the Browns are going to do with that third-round pick, pick. But the thing is, though, so Joe, I can't really say right now that Joe Douglas got fleeced. I mean, no matter what happens when it comes to Joe Douglas, I think Joe Doug. I, I honestly trust Joe Douglas in anything he does. I mean, because here was the thing, you know, Elijah Moore. If you remember last year, it was after the week when we played in Green Bay. Him and Mike LaFleur, our former offensive coordinator, got into that argument, and Elijah yeah. Moore was sent home. He did it. He wasn't even allowed to go on the trip to Denver when we had to go play the Bronx. The thing was, listen, Elijah Moore requested a trade. And here was the thing. When the trade happened, I think it was a couple of days ago when it happened, the thing is, Joe, Elijah Moore actually said that he was really shocked that the Jets trade him. But the thing is, is that, <laughs> you know, listen,
9: my thought
8: is about Elijah he Moore it. getting traded. You know, mm. here was the thing. I was a little disappointed at first with him getting traded because I thought maybe having Aaron Rodgers come in maybe Aaron Rodgers would make him a better receiver but the thing was Elijah Moore had a little bit of drama in the in the locker room and you know what Joe Douglas decided you know what because Douglas doesn't want to have locker room drama with his team he he had he you know what and this was a move that I guess the Browns were very, very interested in him. And, the, and, you know, now Elijah Moore is going to play with Deshaun Watson now. And, you know, what? at the end of the day to Elijah Moore, I wish him the best of luck in the future.
1: Yeah. You know, again, I I understand, you know, he's saying, hey, he was shocked, but I wasn't. You requested it. You know, there were some things going on, especially when you blew up on Michael floor. You publicly requested the trade, privately requested it. And they moved on. They got the value. And, again, we'll see. That, and one of the things that you said that I, that I kind of agree with is, you know, calling this trade, whether he got fleeced or not, is you can't really call it right now because it really depends on what happens with that second-round pick. If that pick is packaged to grab – or if that pick is utilized to grab Aaron Rodgers, you basically gave up, you know, Elijah Moore and a third-round pick for Aaron Rodgers. Is that bad? No. I don't think that's a bad trade. I mean Aaron Rodgers yeah. is a generational quarterback. I mean he's he's a Hall of Famer. You know, you get him for two yep. to three years. That literally opens up your Super Bowl window. No, no disrespect. And again, yep. Elijah Moore, great talent. But uh come on, this is Aaron Rodgers. Let's not be let's not be stupid here. You know? We've been trying to find a quarterback like him of his ilk for I don't know how long, right? Well, we haven't had one. We haven't had a quarterback anywhere near his caliber you know, for a long time, or honestly, ever. There's a lot of people would think that the second Aaron Rodgers, he becomes a Jet, whenever that will be, he will be, you know, the greatest Jets quarterback the second that he walks into the building. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like, the talent hey. is all over. He's a Hall of Fame guy. Hey, Joe. It's crazy. So,
0: hey, Joe, listen. Yeah, it, is before it is
1: there.
8: Joe, Go ahead. Joe, Go ahead. before we continue talking about the next thing, we have a little bit of breaking news here. We have a little bit of breaking news. So, apparently, a, form, a guy who, uh, a former player that used to play for the Ravens, Calais Campbell, he is scheduled to visit with the Jets next week. Okay.
1: All right. That's breaking so, right here on the Long Beach Show Show. Hold on. <laughs> you know, According to Steve, Calais Campbell, it's breaking here. Calais Campbell is going to be visiting the Jets. Right, that's a good move. And, again, we're still trying to figure out this defensive line depth here. That would be a solid move for the New York Jets, bringing that guy in. I like that idea. I really, really do. What are your thoughts on that, Steve? No, listen,
8: because the thing is, you know, you mentioned earlier in the show, unfortunately we lost Nathan Shepard and Sheldon Rankins in free agency. You know, listen, mm-hmm. want to wish those two players the best of luck. I think
1: uh, Nathan Shepard went to Houston, correct? Uh Yes. No, uh he went – Nathan Shepard went to the Saints. And, That's right. Uh, he went to
8: the Saints. No, Rankins the Saints. went to the, the Texans. Went to Houston. And I wish those, mm-hmm. those two players the best of luck. And I want to thank them for their time of being uh, Jet players. But listen, Joe, we got to get a partner for Quinn and Williams on that defensive line. Listen, I do like John Franklin Myers, and I think Franklin Myers is good. But we would need a guy mm-hmm. like Calais Campbell. I know Calais Campbell is a 14-, 15-year veteran, but he still has a lot in the tank. I mean, listen, not only did I read about that he's scheduled to visit with the Jets next week, but he's also yep. scheduled to visit the Bills as well. But, listen, hopefully you yeah. know what his visit with the Jets goes really well.
1: Yeah, I hope it does, and I hope he ends up being a Jet. I mean, that would be some great, you know, great piece to add to our defensive line. So my final question, Steve, before I let you go, man, you look at this situation here. There's a lot of talk, you know, surrounding OBJ right now, man. Do you want to see him become a Jet? The
8: thing is about Odell Beckham Jr. is, is that, you know, does Odell Beckham Jr. want to handle the New York media again like he did in his time with the Giants? That's the, mm-hmm. that's the question that I have. But, listen, OBJ is, is, is a phenomenal player. I wouldn't mind having him on this, talent, on this roster. I mean, listen – Aaron Rodgers has even said before, when he made that list, he wanted Alan Lazard on the, on the Jets, which we did. Maybe OBJ will follow, will follow with us as well. I, I heard rumors about that the Jets are trying to maybe sign him to a deal as well, but we'll see what happens. But the last thing I'll say, Joe, before you let me go in, and you know, a mm-hmm. couple of callers, I forgot which caller said this, But the thing is, is that the Green Bay Packers organization right now, I think is a dysfunctional mess, and this is the reason why. Aaron Rodgers said a couple of weeks ago on the Pat McAfee show, and I did see the show live, and I was pumped when when he said, you know, I have intentions to play for the Jets. Aaron Rodgers spoke to the Packers organization. He even spoke to them and listen, I want you guys to get a deal done as soon as you can get a deal done, mm-hmm. let me go to New York, let me go play for the Jets. My intentions are to play for the New York Jets. And you know what? Listen, the Packers have to do something to get this done because if the Packers want to get those draft picks before the draft, I mean, listen, we're about three and a half to four weeks away before the draft. They want to, If they want to get those draft picks from us, they got to get that trade done ASAP.
1: Yeah, that's a fact. Listen, Steve, I want to thank you for calling in been a great call from you you have yourself a good one my friend thank you joe good night all right steve calling in we're going to keep getting to these lines 515-602-9639 515-602-9639 is the number. call in again just reporting fresh hot hot takes this is a hot report right here calais campbell has visits set up with the new york jets and the buffalo bills next week it's been verified.
0: Let's
1: <laughs> get that defensive line depth in here. Again, 515 602 515 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Ted. Ted, I'm coming directly to you. Colin, other callers, hold <laughs> on a second. We'll get to you. For those of you that do not know, this man, Ted, he's a savage. <laughs> Damn it, Ted, you're a savage. Listen, salute you for calling in tonight. salute, my friend. Listen, we're talking, we're going back and forth. Hot off the press. Calais Campbell is gonna have a visit with the New York Jets. What are your thoughts about that, man? There's been a lot of talk about this Jets defensive line. We also re signed Solomon Thomas. How are you feeling about Calais Mm -hmm. Campbell being brought in? Do you wanna see him become a New York Jet, man?
9: Good evening, Joe. Um breaking down some hot takes from the me from Ian Rappaport or whoever you got it from. Um, real quick, Joe, I'll take yep. I would take Calais Gamble. I would not okay. want Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, I okay. don't want LBJ Talk about it. a little bit LBJ can wait a little bit longer till we figure out a quarterback. Um, the biggest signing we did was McCall Hardman. Not even close because he's Debo Samuelite. And and really? Mr. Stoneham. Okay, go ahead. Well, well, he's n- maybe not to Debo's level, but he's a he's a clone. I want to say clone. He's a very talented player. Mm-hmm. But he's he's Braxton Berrios couldn't do a darn thing last year. So mm-hmm. he's going to be the explosive player that we need. He can run out of the backfield. He can return kicks. He can run in mm-hmm. sweeps. Whatever we can do with him, that's the key. Yeah. Um, hate to be jumping around subjects, Joe, but um, no, I just ahead. looked up Calais Campbell. Um, he's He was the NFL Walter Payton Man of the Year. I mean, he's a ca- mm-hmm. high-character guy. I still think yeah. he has talent. Um, yeah. I would sign him immediately. Go yeah. ahead, Joe. Okay. Yep.
1: No, listen, I, I think that that's a great take. Calais Campbell is – Again, he's a veteran guy. He's older, you know, but he can still produce. We saw him be very solid. Uh, even when he was on that Ravens defensive line, he was putting work together out there. He's he's still a guy that can get it done in this league. I like the idea of us bringing him in here. Um, and, and like you said as well, I would sign him immediately. You pair him along. Mm-hmm. You know, again, you keep Solomon Thomas. You just continue to build this D-line depth back up. And I, I really hated oh, yeah. that we lost Rankin's. But there's other guys out there that I know J.D. is going to continue to attack, but I'd really, really like us uh, bringing Calais Campbell into the building. Now, to just go to yep. something you touched on as well, going back to that wide receiver position, <laughs> as you know, you know people have been clawing and scratching at me. I've been ducking. You know what I'm saying? people. I'm pushing people away, stiff-arming people. A lot of people don't like O.B.J. being here, and I, I don't understand why. I don't get it. O.B.J. is a phenomenal offensive talent, dude. What he will bring to this Jets offense, and I know, look, the Aaron Rodgers stuff is going to sort itself out, okay? This trade is going to get figured out. But either way, we need to continue to bring weapons in here, continue to get guys in here that want to be here that can take us to the next level. And if you can have Lazard, Garrett Wilson, OBJ, and Hardman on the same (laughs) – on the same – in the same wide receiver. Oh, yeah. And and Lord knows, I mean – Lord help everybody else if Denzel Mims finally comes along. Bro, it's over. It's over. We I agree. Need weapons. We need an offense that's going to get to the next level. So I, that's why I want to see OBJ here, man. I want to see a guy that's going to be able to be put in that slot, be moved around, that can absolutely dominate snap
9: to snap. It's almost uncoverable. Mm-hmm. How would
1: you
3: cover
9: mm-hmm. those
1: weapons? I mean, go – a... Hey,
9: Joe, another thing, too, is uh... – you know, our tight ends have been so underutilized. They have basically been glorified blockers most of the time. Can you imagine?
1: Talk that talk? Just
9: them Go ahead. just them being, you know, underneath ra- I mean, and Rodgers loves the tight ends. I mean, I don't yep. I forgot that some of the tight ends he had, but um mm-hmm. Mercedes Lewis, there's a couple of other that's guys it, as well. That's it. Mercedes, yep, yep. Yep. We would probably have the best yeah. talent in the league close to on on the offense. I I could see if we could shore up a few p- places like defensive line, maybe some offensive line pieces uh in the mm. free agency then then the draft we um that's another thing too. we could be trading up into the second round now we have two second rounders, maybe we move on yeah. to 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 grab an offensive lineman, or you know we can maneuver we can definitely maneuver yeah uh o b j yeah he could take us. He could take us over the top. Let's say that. He can take mm-hmm. us over the top. A veteran, like you said, with the experience, knows has rings, knows how to win. And I think with a competent quarterback, there wouldn't be any issues. If he went in there with, uh, you know, Zach Wilson, we'd have major problems. But <laughs> the fact yeah. that he was with Stafford, you know, the fact that mm-hmm. he was with Stafford and they won, you know, that's the thing. If we can win, he – he would be a beast. He would put he would put yeah. us over the top. He would put us over the top. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. No, you're talking facts. And
1: even going mm-hmm. to what you were speaking about as well, uh, about that trade, I understand, you know, people look at it. We gave up, you know, Elijah Moore was a young, talented wide receiver. But, again, we did request a trade earlier this season and kind of threw off the team's vibe. We were winning. Things were going well. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of came out and started the selfish nonsense. We also had to give up a third-rounder as well in the trade we get back a second rounder. I believe our picks are back to back 42nd and 43rd now. Mm-hmm. That can be utilized yeah. in a lot of different ways and I think a lot of people are discounting that. Again, we'll see maybe that second round pick ends up, you know, going to the Packers and we grab, you know, Aaron Rodgers from that. Maybe that second round pick turns into another wide receiver. There's a lot of talk about uh, you know, a lot of people looking uh, at DeAndre Hopkins. Cardinals are trying to move on mm-hmm. for him. They value him supposedly at a second round pick. Maybe we end up with with Hopkins, you know, or something like that. But and an interesting point that you brought up as well. Maybe we utilize that second round pick to pair it and move back up and grab an offensive lineman. You know, we'll see what happens. Yep. Our center position is still open. Ben Jones is yeah. still out there currently, but maybe we, we if we maybe we you know maybe we move uh, down from thirteen down. And grab yep. grab a guy and maybe we keep take those two second round picks, move back up, grab a center. We got our tackle and our center in the first round. Again, we'll see what happens yeah, to Aaron Rodgers trade. Maybe they maybe Packers want to play these games to really yeah. you know extend this out and then don't end up with nothing until the next draft. That's something that could happen. And that would absolutely, you know, just really fill up a lot of holes for the New York Jets there. So that is an option. Yep. I could see the Jets utilizing those two second round picks to move back up and grab something they need, man.
9: Yep, Joe. Joe. Also, that's what we did with Brees Hall, right? Didn't we move out of the second yeah. to get back into the late first, and we maneuvered yeah. into the first well, round with Jermaine Johnson. We moved back
1: up yep. into the early second. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead.
9: Go ahead. Yep. And Jermaine, and Jermaine Johnson too. Didn't we? Didn't we kind of move? Try to move? We kept trying to move back up to get him as yeah. he fell a little bit to get Jermaine. Yep. Joe was very good. Yeah, we did. We... Jake, Jake, Jake made a great. Jake made a great point about Joe Douglas. Yeah. Joe. If that guy was ever fired, he'd have o he'd have five teams on, at his door the next day trying the to second. hire him. There's no way we're gonna we're gonna get rid of him. He should get an extension. Yeah. He should definitely yeah. get an extension. I mean however, yeah. Howie Roseman lasted through Carson Wentz. He got out of it. Um, look look at the Eagles, look how stacked they are. You know, and he mm-hmm. he's looked at it as a great general manager. Everyone was on a franchise quarterback. John Elway whiffed yeah. on it like five times, right? He he stayed around. Yeah. I mean, he has a special privilege because he's, you know, a mm-hmm. rock star there. But mm-hmm. he kept drafting first-round quarterbacks. Didn't bother him any. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe. It's I a, mean, it, it, you know we're going to have to?
1: Quarterback, it's, no. it's one of the toughest positions to field. It's one of the toughest. Oh, you, the can, you can take a guy in the first round and they'll bust out left and right. It's just – Oh, it's, yeah. It's tough. It's, it's tough hard. to feel. Go ahead. Give me give yeah.
9: I was going to say, Joe. Uh, we may have to literally wait up to the t- our pick in the draft to figure this whole thing out. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they want to be that stubborn, um, I don't see anybody else. I don't see anybody else coming up. And they, they basically, I said it in the beginning, Joe. I said there's not a big market for Rodgers. so mm-hmm. if they want to play this little game away. Um, you know, unless the Patriots want to sweep in. I don't know how they're going to do that, but. Um, I, they're gonna just get burned. They're gonna they're gonna be on the yep. hook for that kind of money, and and they need to they probably need to do it sooner than later, because to me the closer it gets to the draft, the most the less leverage they have. They have yes. less leverage. That is a, so. that
1: is a great point, Ted, because I have been saying this constantly.
9: The closer mm-hmm.
1: it gets to the draft, and if they play with this, and yep. ends up where it's after the draft, they're even more screwed because now. Yep. You know for a fact you're moving on with Jordan Love. You've got to sign him to that, that, that fifth-year extension. You, don't have, you didn't get any compensation to help you immediately this year moving forward with him. You have gigantic holes on your football team that you need to fill. Alan Lazard yep. is now a New York Jet. You're still trying to figure out and get weapons for this young kid to move forward. And you have this issue with Aaron Rodgers here, which looks bad, you know, not just from – you can't complete a trade. You can't figure things out. But again, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a veteran. He's a guy that put it on the line for you. You can't get things done with him. It looks bad from a PR standpoint. And
7: mm-hmm. you know,
1: you look at the situation. Are you going to keep playing? Now you're going to eat eat your cap probably. You're going to eat your cap up yep. messing around with yep. this guy. Because if you don't make this trade, how are you going to go forward with him, love, and everything else on your cap? How is that possible?
9: Yeah. Hey, this guy's hey, Joe. Unbelievable
1: hey Joe. Hey Joe. Go ahead, man.
9: Joe. Now you. You're perfect. Perfectly good point. Perfect. Also, can you be, imagine being a Packer and looking at this fiasco happening,
7: and you're Ooh. like, "Oh,
9: well, what happens when I get up for the, you know, when I get a little bit older or have a contract? Are they going to be yeah. fair with me?" Yeah. Who the heck knows? And you know what's, and you know what's crazy, Ted?
1: Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers stood up on a podium and talked about this a couple years ago. He talked mm-hmm. about oh, yeah. how he did not like how the Packers dealt with the veteran players that were had moved on from, you know, the franchise, whether it be traded or cut or retired. He did not like how the Packers – and he talked about that. And then subsequently, he is now the guy that's in that situation. Yeah. And he's spoken about that recently too. I mean, isn't that he's crazy? Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah. He was like he, he predicted his own future, having to deal that's with the Packers. True. They talk about being family. They talk about all this other stuff, and then they – they just treat you like crap as they push you out the door. You know, it's, just, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. But I'm telling you, Joe's going to come out smelling like roses. He must complete this trade, though. He's got to get it done. But I tell you, the Packers, they're looking crazy. Now, my final question, Ted, before I let you go, we mm-hmm. talked about that quarterback mm-hmm. position. We'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. We're still in waiting. Okay, things are moving and shaking constantly. We know Calais Campbell just got announced that he's going to be visiting us soon. There's been a mm-hmm. lot of talk about Ezekiel Elliott coming here. But there was immediate oh, no. pushback from guys on the roster, Brees Hall, Michael Carter. What were your thoughts about their visceral responses to the thought of Ezekiel Elliott possibly being a New York Jet,
9: man? How'd you feel about that? Joe, Joe, Joe. We had we had the worst offensive line situation in the league last year. We had revolving mm-hmm. door of linemen. So mm-hmm. and a horrendous quarterback. So there was no okay. The beginning of the year, a we healthy Brees was great. Okay, he was going to be the rookie of the year. Then, we, then Veritaka got hurt, and Brees. Now, now, then we had the rotation of, you know, eight guys trying to fit into this line. Um, if we have a competent line and we have weapons, <clears throat> more weapons and a competent quarterback, I could run through the through the uh, the holes they're going to create. <laughs> because you spread them out, yeah. and I'm 57. Mm-hmm. You spread them out you spread that team out you know you put all those receivers outside and the two tight ends or whatever you want to do and you have uh Nicole hardman in the backfield or or whatever mm-hmm. whatever you want to run there's going to be mm-hmm. easy running lanes everywhere so i yeah. i don't want i don't want elliot he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of tread on the tire i mean no he's not a lot of tread on the tires he's rumored to go to the eagles i could see him going to the eagles and trying to stiff the Cowboys and tra- mm-hmm. you know, big, big middle finger and say, you know, yeah. <laughs> good luck. You know, yeah. I'll see you twice a year. Um, he might be using us as leverage. I, I, I can't take that seriously, yeah. Joe. We can, we can definitely get a, another backup later um, and go with that. I don't think I would want Elliot. Yeah. I don't want him
1: either, to be completely honest. I mm-hmm. out. So you talked about tread on the tire. He does. He's been ran into the ground. I mean, this guy is yeah. utilized heavily within their running game. He does not look like the same running back that he did. I mean, clearly, that's that's usually what happens with running backs, but especially with him, yeah. his usage early yeah. in his career was comp- it was crazy. They were just it was yeah. all Zeke, everything, just hand the ball up to Zeke, let him go. Well, you're seeing yeah. the impact of that now. He runs, he's so yeah. slow, have, he can't go anywhere. He yeah, they had, no burst. yeah, yeah. Uh, they had all first rounders dealing with injuries. Yeah, they had all first rounders. Yeah, on their offensive line, they were just yeah, dominating they would, at that time. But I, I don't exactly. Yeah,
9: I don't want to see that. But
1: listen, Ted, i got to yeah. move on. I want to thank you yep, for sir. calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right, my friend? Great all change.
9: right, Joe. Have a good evening, Joe. You take care. See
1: you. All right. You have a good one.
9: We're going to keep getting to these lines, man.
1: We're talking that talk, man. We're talking that talk tonight. Breaking news again. For those of you that are just joining and didn't hear, Calais Campbell will be visiting the New York Jets and the Buffalo Bills, you know, coming soon. So, uh... <laughs> We might have, uh, you know, somebody in the building that's going to help solve the issues along this defensive line. 515 602 515 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers next. I'm going to Colin, baby. I'm going to Colin, and I want to hear from him. For those of you that do not know Colin, he's a savage. <laughs> He's a savage, but he's also a hater as well, for those of you that do not know. Colin, oh, he's a hater. He's a hater. Yeah, he'll hate on you. I'm keeping it real. He'll tell you uh, himself he's a big-time hater.
7: Go I'm ahead and about to hate on you, Joe. I'm about to hate on you, Joe. <laughs>
1: what are you hating on me for? Listen, I already am <laughs> going back and forth with folks, Colin. All right, people do not want to have nothing to do with OBJ. What are your thoughts, man? Is that what you' about to hate on me for? Do you not want OBJ um, here too?
7: Give me your thoughts, man. No, no, no. So, so, as far first things first, so it it has to be exciting for you know Jets Jets fans in general to see all these guys wanted to come play for the Jets, and and the mm-hmm. reason for that is because they know they know. If we have Aaron Rodgers on the team, you know we we, we can go at a distance, and these guys yeah. all know it, and this, this is why you're seeing everyone is trying to come play with the Jets, um, and that's that's exciting. Um, so as far and for me, we we we're, we're only going to get Aaron Rodgers a year or two, the most. So we have to do everything possible to surround him. Talent, even if it's old talent, you got to surround him with talent, experience, because at the end of the day, experience is going to trump everything. You know, I understand. You know, the the Garrett Wilson, the Breesall, and these guys. You know, they're they're like, yeah, we don't need you all that. But you know, you you got to look at the long run. You bring in a guy like OBJ, he's going to do wonders for Garrett Wilson as well. So I'm on board with bringing in any. A veteran player. Um, where I'm going to hate on you, Joe, is I don't I don't understand <laughs> why everyone is hating hating on Zeke. Like, I mean, oh wow, okay, you go know, ahead, go
4: ahead.
7: Yeah, like Ooh, you know, my my thing is bring them, bring them, yeah, bring them all in, bring them all in, and and put together that that Yankee team where you know they were winning World Series back to back. So if you can get Zeke, you can get OBJ. My thing is, mm-hmm. Brees Hall, you know, listen, he he looked good last year until he got hurt. We don't know what to expect this year. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, if, you, if you're if you trying to get to Super Bowl this year, are we taking a chance that he's going to come back and be 100%, you know, when he does come back? Um, you know, only mm-hmm. time will tell when it comes to that. So why not have a guy like Zeke? who can carry here's some the of deal. the load, right? Okay. Okay. That, my Listen, that, here's my the thing deal. is he has experience as well, and he's a good blocker mm-hmm. as well. So why not? Why not take a gamble with a guy like that, especially if a guy like that wants to come play here? You know, how often How often does things like that happen for the Jets? You know? So okay. take every, take every advantage I, you can.
1: Here's the deal. And I hear what you're saying, Colin. Okay, I get it. But Zekio, adding Ezekiel Elliott to this backfield I don't think is going to greatly improve us from the standpoint that you think. We already have backs that have proven that they can get it done here. Michael Carter, was did he have the greatest year last year? No. But our running game as a whole wasn't very great, right? Once Bree Hall went down, we lost Elijah Vera Tucker. There were issues as well with Michael LaFleur and his play calling that really hindered, and also Zach Wilson too, our quarterback play really hindered our running game because people, you can sniff it out, right? Jets couldn't go anywhere because, hey, we know (laughs) that your quarterback's not going to beat us. We'll just stack the box and then y'all won't go nowhere. Well, now we have Aaron Rodgers here. You know, whenever this trade gets done, I know it's not official. Don't DM me screaming, Joe, it's not official. But now we have Aaron Rodgers here, okay, whenever that trade gets done. You're going to have to completely change how you defend the New York Jets. So you have Michael Carter. Right. Brees Hall is going to come back at some point during the season. We'll see. Right. It could be a couple weeks into the season. But from everything we've heard, his, uh, you know, rehab is going well. He's healing up well and he's a young guy, too. So you'll have Brees Hall at some point. You got Ty Johnson, who we just resigned and brought back. Then you have Bam Knight, who really showed up and showed out for us last year. And is a guy that we were all saying, hey, he should get the ball even more. Well, then you, got, you add mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott. That's five running backs. I mean, how many backs do you need on his team? Never mind the fact that Ezekiel Elliott, bro, he don't look like he did you know, a few years ago. He don't look like he did when he signed that extension. Ezekiel Elliott looks like an old man. He does, and he should yeah, because the the of the his usage. He's not going anywhere. He doesn't break big plays. He doesn't have that burst. And so yeah. I understand yeah. he's getting pass protection. That's great. But Mm -hmm. he's got to be able to come out the football and beat guys in matchups. He's got to be able to take off a run. He's not that guy anymore. And I don't like getting aging running backs that are aging like him unless they're, like, generational, unless they're going to be able to come here and just continue to be good and dominate, then sure. But him, no. We could draft a guy. Like Frank Gore? I mean, give me your thoughts on that, Colin. Go
7: Go ahead. Like like Frank Gore did for us. (laughs) Did you hear
1: me? <laughs> uh, Frank Gore? Yeah,
7: I mean, Frank
1: Gore.
7: Oh, good.
1: yeah.
7: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. we're trying to live yeah, positively I mean, here. We're trying to be positive. You bring up Frank
7: Gore. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think wow. I think Zeke had I think Zeke had like eleven touchdowns rushing last year for the Cowboys. Um, yeah,
1: I think he had
7: like twelve. He had like twelve but, yards, yeah, eight hundred and sixty
1: something touchdowns. yards yeah. as well rushing last season. Yeah. But yeah. 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 The l- Cowboys are you know, running a lot. He's got a lot of tread on his tires, man. He's been ran into the ground.
7: But, he has. But we don't need him to run that much. That's my thing. We, we don't need him to be the number one guy, right? You still have Michael on these guys, who can carry, like, first down, second down. You know, depending on the short yardage that we need, you know, they can utilize him. But, you know, the, the fact that guys are willing to come to the Jets, it, it's saying a lot. Um, the other mm-hmm. thing too with Rogers was before, before Rogers even announced he was going to be a jet. There were so many people that was hating on Rogers thing. He was washed up last year. He's old. He's this, he's that. And now all of a sudden people are like praising Rogers because, you know, he wants to play on the yeah. jet. So, you know, it's like, you can't please everyone. Right. And not yeah. everyone is going to be, be happy with, you know, what player comes in or what player leaves. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know you're getting Rod, you know you're getting Rodgers, you got Alan Lazar, you know we we move we move more out. We're we're going to be Joe, Joe Douglas is going to be shifting players in and out, and trying to bring in the experienced people, or accumulating the picks he needs to put Rodgers yeah. in a in a position where he can't fail this season with the Giants, uh, and and that yeah. that's you know. That, that's the ultimate goal, is, is to surround him with every bit of experience possible to the point where it's, it's going to be unlikely that, you know, they just don't have a successful season or even get no. to the championship. So, no. you know, yeah, that's the I'm ultimate here. goal. And, yeah, you're you know, talking facts. And the way to get there is you, you, you get all the experienced players to come play you know, it's like the all-star game, you know, or it's like, you know, putting together all the best players from all over that you can get and putting them on, on one team, you know? So yeah. that's why I'm, well, for, I mean, I'm for experience first. <clears throat> no, it,
1: listen, and I get that, and I know that people are talking about, you know, us trying to build a, a great team here and other players wanting to come. I don't think we have to feel too many, you know, we don't have to get everybody. You know, all these veteran guys are going to come here. That, of course, they're going to run a ring chase. But I think we have a really healthy, uh, you know, core, a really healthy nucleus that's so young that you know things are going to be moving and shaking. Garrett Wilson, Sauce Garner, these guys are going to be here for years to come. ATV, you know, mm-hmm. we'll see what mm-hmm. what Beckton is going to come back and be as well. These we have such young guys. We're an extremely young team, so I think adding some of this veteran talent is going to be good for us. I just I don't want us to overload it, you know. I don't think we're going to do that, but I think that you know we're solid here and we're doing well. And I hope that J.D. just, you know, picks the spots and brings in some guy. Again, Morstead being signed, brought in as a punter, I think is a good job. Him grabbing other guys. Calais Campbell's going to be here. You know, hopefully we end up getting a deal done with him. I like that stuff. But before I let you go, Colin, quickly, give me your thoughts on the trade of Elijah Moore and a third-round pick to gain that second-round pick. Did you like that trade, man? Did, do you feel like J.D. got fleeced? There's a lot of fans that
7: think he did. How are you feeling about it? Well, Honestly I, I don't you know, I don't study the game like some people do and study like draft compensation and value and all that. But, you know, in my mm-hmm. in my opinion, you know, we had a player in Elijah Moore, talented player, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, you have to look at it this way. Jody traded him away because again, he's trying to do everything possible one, to get Aaron Rodgers in the building. And at the same time, he's looking to go get some of the other veterans to come in as well. So trading more is probably a sign that they do want to sign OBJ. So, mm-hmm. you know, if that's what it takes, I'm in favor of that. Mm. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. honestly, I'd I rather have – if, if you ask me if I'd if rather have more or OBJ on the team, I'd rather have OBJ on the team than more. Okay. So, okay. you know, no hard feelings on my part that he was traded.
1: No, listen, Colin, you brought some hot takes, man. Some hot takes. Listen, I want to yeah. thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, Colin, I want to hear from you. I really like uh, going back and forth with you about this football team, man.
7: Yep. All right, Joe. Take care. Take care, Savages.
1: All right, you have a good one. Yeah. Listen, we, <laughs> this has been a hot show, man. I got to go to the Savages really quickly. You know, there's been some uh, there's been some questions being asked and everyone knows I go back and forth to my savages. Ron P salutes to you in the chat. He says, What if Green Bay wants both second round picks to seal the deal? Do you make that move? We can flip our first uh with a desperate trade partner and recoup some picks. That's a very interesting scenario, right? I don't know if I would give up both of our second round picks. I would give them you no, know, I'd be open to giving them at least one. And maybe, you know, some other future capital as well from other drafts. But if we're really pressing and it's like, okay, we need to make this, I could see J D doing it and then again, like you said as well, utilizing that first round pick, trading down, gaining more capital, and then selecting, you know, whatever we would need, whether it be a tackle that would be there that we would like or a center that would be there we would like. So I could see that being done. But you gotta keep in mind, we give away both of our second round picks. We ain't got no third-rounder, you know, because we gave that away. So that mid-round would kind of be blown out there. But that's, that's a scenario that could be done. But it up both of our second-round picks, uh, I don't know. I'm not necessarily against it, but it wouldn't be like the first thing that I would do. But I'm not against it. If that was the move and we had to do that, I would, I would do it. I would do it, you know. So I wouldn't necessarily uh, be against it if that was what we had to do to get Aaron Rodgers. But if I can finagle just a second-round pick, give a, giving them the Jets' second-round pick and us keeping 42 instead of giving up 43 and then giving up some future capital, maybe a fourth-rounder or a third-rounder and a, a fifth-rounder or a third-rounder and a fourth-rounder next year, I'd be fine with that. So but that's a great question there, Ron P. salutes to you. Coach Grady3 salutes to you as well. He says, how do you think our safeties, uh, you know, Clark and Whitehead, will mesh? It's a very interesting thing right here. And I personally thought that we were going to get Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward, I think, would have been a great fit for the New York Jets at uh, at free safety. But uh, he ended up going with the Texans. So when you look, Clark and Whitehead are here. I think the New York Jets are going to be in the scrum for a safety in this upcoming draft. I don't think that safety is as... Uh, you know, isn't it isn't highly prioritized as others believe it is, especially with this defense. We could end up bringing in a rookie safety here, and I think he'd be solid. Um, but, again, when you look at Clark, Clark's a guy that also has lined up as free safety before, too, quite a bit. So when people talk about, you know, Whitehead and his ability as a strong safety and him coming to the box, don't sleep on Clark. Clark is a guy that can get back there free safety. He's done that before. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily what they're going to have them do here because we do play a – we could play a lot of three safety looks as well, so he could be on the field. But I honestly think that the New York Jets are going to grab a safety in this upcoming draft if they don't wind up with something or, or grabbing some free agent safety to come in here. Um, again, Jimmy Ward was the guy that I really wanted, but he ended up going to the Texans. So I think it'll be solid. I think it'll be a solid look. Again, I think Clark is the guy that's going to be moved around as well. We could see – are getting moved around at times, man, where it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's going to be crazy. The, his utilization here within his defense is going to be wild. He did so many great things uh, with the Ravens, but the second that they drafted that that uh, safety pretty high, you know, he wanted out of there then. He requested a trade then, and I remember that. So him coming here is going to be very interesting to see how they play him. So we'll see, because they could move them around quite a bit, but again, he's a guy His role here is going to be pretty solid within our defense. But, again, I think the Jets will probably be eyeing a safety in the draft, a free safety in the draft, probably a little bit later, probably in the mid-rounds, late mid-rounds, something like that. So, listen, the show is hot, man. we got to close it out. We're coming up short on time. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. Everyone's going off. This is a hot show, a hot show. A lot of callers, a lot of hot takes. I'm going to close it out. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search the Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks the I do here on the Long Beach Joe show. I'm also on Twitter as well for those of you that don't know. Go on over to Twitter, type in at the Long Beach Joe at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter, okay. Also, personal pages is at youngj 0 okay, at youngj 0 Go ahead and give that a follow. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, okay? And I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times, at all times. All right. Elijah Vera Tucker is coming back next season. And I'm a USC guy, but I'm just letting you know he's going to be dominant. All right. He was dominant or whatever. Left tackle, right tackle, left guard, right guard. Does it matter? You know, I'm pretty sure he could play center if we put him in there, too. I mean, he just does it all. You know, y'all better recognize. Fight on, okay? So, we'll be there. I'm also on YouTube as well. Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. So, when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Also, give the videos and stream a thumbs up, okay? And if you want to troll me in the comments, go ahead, hit those comments, and I'll troll you right back. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. Trying to shut us down, but the hugs will always remain free. I want to thank you folks for calling in, checking in with your boy, interacting with me, all the savages in the chat going back and forth, questions, with on takes, it's all happening. I want to thank you folks for being involved with the platform any way that you can. All right? Salutes to everybody watching, everybody listening. I'm going to get on out of here. Until the next show, folks. You folks have a good one. Peace. <laughs>